0: Welcome to another episode of A Prairie Home Acid Trip. I am your host, Joe Price, and I invite you to hold the acid. Update My quest to capture the Zodiac Killer, alive or dead, is uh, still in progress. I have made no headway since last we spoke. But I am reading uh, an old message board. I believe this is from about 2004 and i think when i say i haven't had any headway i think i may have just found a break in this case on this message board i'm going to read what this person wrote they're reading about uh, talking about bullet patterns and the victims uh, these people are are, are, are truly mad ma- uh, mad i measured this is what the person writing the man i measured the hit pattern on my wife and it came out between 11 and 12 inches first off Is allowing their crazy husband to measure hit patterns from a mass murderer on their person. This couple, I don't know. Can, he continues. I still think this is remarkable, even in light of your recent tests for following for the following reasons. So I'm assuming he's ha- taking some issue with some tests or whatever. One, you were shooting in daylight. Two, you were shooting with reference to the sights. Three you were shooting at a well-defined fixed target that was easily seen, even when the gun was not trained on it. Four, you did not have the attendant adrenaline rush, which no counts accompanies committing murder. Now here, dear listener, is where I think I found a break in the case. How does he know about the attendant adrenaline rush that accompanies murder? Hmm? I think he may have just tattled on himself. Okay. Well, it occurs to, he continues, it occurs to me that you probably were the victim of the habit-pattern shooters everywhere. i uh, have trying to get all of the shots on the paper. in it. Okay, oh, this guy's... They finished it with Keep Up the Good Work. See, I just think this guy's the murderer. Let me find his name. This was posted on Thursday, April 4th, 2002 at 2.32 p.m. Who's writing this stuff in the middle of the day? I guess I am, but... Wow, so, that's, so I'm going to do some more research on this Ray character... See if I can shake some apples loose from this evidence tree. And I promise to keep you informed on any progress. Oh boy, see, I clicked on his name on this website I'm on right now. I'm gonna give you a walking commentary what I'm doing. And it brings up uh, a Gmail uh, mail composed thing here to this person's email address, which is, I will not say it here, but it's um, awfully suspicious. Let's just say that much. It um, makes me feel like this warrants further investigation. And I cannot wait to let you know, uh, once I've caught the Zodiac Killer, who I believe is a guy named Ray, and at least in 2002, was married to a very patient woman. Let's get on with the show.
1: And now, a reading from Silence of the Lambs.
0: You know what you look like to me with your good bag and your cheap shoes you look like a rube a well scrubbed hustling rube with a little taste good nutrition has given you some length of bone but you're not more than one generation from poor white trash are you asian starling and that accent you've tried so desperately to shed pure west virginia what's your father dear see a coal miner Does he stink of the lamp? You know how quickly the boys found you, all those tedious, sticky fumblings in the back seats of cars, while you could only dream of getting out, getting anywhere, getting all the way to the FBI.
1: And that was a reading from Silence of the Lambs.
0: This is reporter Brian Toschke, live from the scene of a reported shooting out in Riverside. I'm trying to get a word with an eyewitness who may be able to provide some more detail as events unfold. Uh, Sir, sir, do you have have a moment? Brian Toschke with KGAY News. What did you see? Well, I, uh, I think I saw Jake Gyllenhaal walking past that shrub over there. It had to be him. Sir, can you provide any more detail? How has the mood been since the shooting began? The mood's electric. Jake Gyllenhaal's in that building. I think I saw Andy Garcia too, but I'm I'm not so sure what he looks like. Are there any injuries you've witnessed? Injuries? No, they're just shooting <laughs> some kind of a movie. Ah, uh, I see what's happened here. Some sort of a prank being pulled on me again by those haircuts sitting back at the anchor desk. Ha, ha, ha. It's very funny. This is very funny. Well, this is Brian Toshke reporting live, apparently from a movie set in Riverside, inviting you back in the studio to go to hell. <laughs>
1: star review from Rotten Tomatoes of Silence of the Lambs. Okay,
0: it's all honesty that Disney's Beauty and the Beast has nominated for Best Picture from the Oscars, but lost to the Silence of the Lambs. And yes, the actors and actresses won for Best Actor and Best Actress. What can I say? It's Oscars worthy! When I watched this film, I am really impressed by it it never disappoint when i see anthony hopkins as hannibal Lecter, i was smiling all the way through he even says some best lines like quid pro quo and the one i love is a census taker once tried to test me i ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice chianti then he started to tongue noises absolutely phenomenal film Even my mom loves it, especially she likes Anthony Hopkins. Jodie Foster is fantastic in this as well. Even though I love women, don't tell my mom I've said that. This is the best picture for
1: everybody. Quid pro quo, guys. And that was a five-star review from Rotten Tomatoes of Silence of the Lambs. (laughs)
0: What does Sean Connery think about this podcast? You know what? Let's walk over there and ask him. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. Creek slam, sit. Oh, Sean, just wondering, what do you think about this podcast? This is a colossal waste of time. And I feel so sorry for you. So desperately sorry for you. Oh, Sean, you are a character, and I love you. We all love you. Thank you.
1: And now, a reading of Silence of the Lambs fan fiction.
0: Hello, Clarice. Just like old times, Dr. Lecter smirks craning his neck to get a better look at her. Shut up, she replies unimpressed, keeping her gun aimed at his chest as she winces in discomfort. I'm going to cut you loose. If you touch me, I'll shoot you. Do right, and you'll live through this, Starling warns as she procures her knife and starts severing the leather straps holding him in place. Spoken like a true Protestant, Lecter quips inhaling the scent of blood and burnt flesh, which seems sweeter on her than any expensive French perfume. Starling finishes cutting the strap off of his left arm in annoyed silence. An unnoticeable smirk appears on her face as her knife slips minutely against his skin, tearing and leaving a distorted stain of quickly coagulating blood. Oops, sorry, she says with the same amount of sincerity, one would get from a bull shark as it chow down on their leg. Perhaps it is best not to antagonize a lioness who's grown into her claws, thought Dr. Lecter, as he let out a chuckle.
1: And that was a reading of Silence of the Lambs Fan Fiction.
0: This episode of A Prairie Home Acid Trip is brought to you by no line at Starbucks. You just walk in, order, and you're out of there in a couple of minutes. No line at Starbucks. It doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's great. With additional considerations provided by... When you're at a restaurant and you're picking up your food to go, but the person in front of you got their order wrong and they didn't want it, so They ask if you want their order for free. And you say yes, because it's free food. Free food at a restaurant because they messed up somebody else's order. I'll take it. Another action packed episode has come to an end and I have an update on the suspicions i had about that one possible suspect in my hunt for the zodiac uh, unfortunately he is apparently uh, 63 and bald which uh, just out the gates disqualifies him because the zodiac famously has been described as you know between 58 five, 510 little stocky with a reddish hair cut into a crew cut with glasses and ray also perfect vision now, it doesn't mean he wouldn't wear glasses uh, just for the way they look, but again, he's he's real thin and and just as tall. So I'm sorry to have dragged his name through the mud. We've also discovered that, well, there are literally thousands of pages of fanfiction for Silence of the Lambs. And most of the stories, they're not even taking the characters in fun new directions. They're just extensions of the movies. Like, they're trying to mimic the movie. Which, I mean, why write fanfuck? Just write a movie, if that's what you're going to do. I want to see Clarice and Hannibal Lecter opening up a b in Vermont. Or I want to see uh, Buffalo Bill discovering that he's not truly uh, transgender. Uh, he's confused, but he's... Uh, I don't know, he finds some other expression uh, in, a, in a way in a, in a community that allows him to express it openly and fully so he doesn't have to resort to murder but maybe he does anyway who knows i'm not i'm not a fan fiction writer i have no idea but there are people who are and they are squandering their talents by writing screenplays for movies that have already been made take the characters we love new directions guys fan fiction good grief I'm sorry I got so worked up over that. I mean, I just really feel strongly about the purity of fan fiction and I'm just so sorry. It's something I'm passionate about. And for that, I make no apologies. I apologize for yelling. And that's all. The hunt for the Zodiac continues until next time. If there is a next time,
1: goodbye.